0: now now i have a question on Jan. as you said earlier that uh, knowledge has to precede action yeah and this knowledge uh you mean that this knowledge is the knowledge of the factual state of oneself as the ego unfulfilled ego
1: the knowledge before action has to be of the actor itself.
0: Uh. But it's a constantly moving thing, right? It can't otherwise, be-
1: otherwise, you cannot have knowledge. Uh. This is very dynamic knowledge that you can attain only in the flux of life. It's like measuring the speed of water flow. If you want to m- measure the speed of flow you have to measure it during the flow in the flow no you cannot stop the water or freeze the water and then try to measure the speed similarly life is a constant movement so life can be known only in the movement
0: Hmm. I guess that that's that has been confusing me a little because uh when I came back to Finland I was actually at first it felt a little depressing because I had the notion that coming to India would like that something would happen you know something will happen huh like my motivation or something would get a spike up. But then I realized that I had a notion that that kind of a motivation could come from somewhere outside of me. It just took me back to the same fundamental that nothing outside of me can inspire me to like, really work. This is going a little off track, but I still want to say this. Uh, but no, it's just funny because I'm in the same situation as when I was before coming to India, but now it seems that I still have work to do in this situation. I guess it's then just fine because...
1: See, how can soil and roads and brick and mortar give you fresh insight? What do you mean by India? India is just a notion. Hmm? When you come to a notion, you will miss the ocean. No. Hmm? So what do you what do you mean that you expected that when you will come to India, you will return with your uh, inner gates flung open? What exactly is India for you? What do you mean? You you probably came to me, right, and and that nearness is not uh, something just physical or geographical Um, if anything was to be thrown open that could have happened only if there was a a willingness and uh, and a realization that it is not the country that counts but The consciousness. Uh So, So, that's the thing that happens with a lot of people from the West. They come to India thinking that the land itself will do something magical to them. The land will do nothing. In many senses, the country you are in is a better place than India. In many material senses at least. No? You know that very well. Pollution overpopulation, so many other things, you are already better placed there than in India. What makes India special then, at least for some people? The right company, the right environment, the right process of self-inquiry. Now you have to then ask yourself, how much of self-inquiry did really happen? How much vulnerability Did you really espouse? And it's a choice always to open up, to come close and say, I want to speak out, I want to confess, I want to talk about myself, not about the experiences I'm having in India. What is the point in coming to India and, uh, you know, waxing eloquent about a particular Uh, wedding ceremony one sees or a particular thing one sees on the road or a particular thing one experiences in the apartment. Is that what one comes to India for? No. One comes to India to probe himself, to know himself. Now ask yourself how much of that did you really choose to happen? It cannot happen on its own. It just cannot happen on its own. Hmm. There is a process and the process is Upanishadik. The process is of deep discussion and deliberation. The process involves opening up. The process involves coming to the teacher, talking nothing about this and that. Talking only about oneself. Who am I? What my life's challenges are? What do I do the entire day? How my mind functions? Uh, What my fears, my insecurities are? What do I want? If you talk of this, then of course India can bless you with something very magical. But India's blessings cannot be foisted upon someone. One has to first of all be prepared for those blessings. One has to first of all be deeply in love for, with and desperate for those blessings. So, the more you exhibit your desperation, the more madly you are in love with realization, the more you will find India is working for you. Otherwise, India is just an overcrowded place. Not very different from any other place in the world.
0: Mm. But I mean, I kind of thought about this on my own, but it did require coming there, you know. I had to say that, uh, as I said, that there was just too much confusion on my side. I sometimes felt that I didn't know what I was doing there. It was just like
1: it was your virgin attempt. (laughs) (laughs) Try again. Yeah. Try again. You'll you'll have to make yourself land in another India. India is not one thing. India is a million different things and they are hierarchical. There can be the greatest India you meet and there can be a very mediocre India you land at. It depends on your choice. What do you want to take away from here? Body identification, Julius, body identification. When one is identified with the body, which is our fundamental nemesis, then one is identified with everything that is physical. The body is our basic physicality, no? And when there is body identification, then there is identification with soil, because the body is soil. So one thinks that by landing in a particular geography, Something important will happen that is akin to thinking that the body is important. If the body is important, then land is important. If the body is who you are, then the land is the guru. And then you will miss the guru. By the way, I was seeing it happen all the time. I know. (laughs) I was seeing it day by day, how you were missing it. I
0: know. Me
1: too. I know. You are already all knowing, huh? (laughs) You know so much.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Too much. (laughs) Yeah. But it had to go
1: that way, I guess. Obviously, obviously. You see, it's necessary. It's necessary that one realizes the immensity of the possibility. And one realizes how easy it is to miss it. How one can be very, very close and yet far from being intimate.
0: Yeah, I mean, I felt bad for, you know, I just felt like I was wasting your time there all the time. It was kind of...
1: My time is wasted when i do not get to solve real problems if i am solving real problems that's the best utilization of my time so could you come up with something real i would have loved it
0: Mm. but if i'm not coming up with anything real does that mean that's my lifestyle What
1: else else is it that matters to you, Julius? What what else matters to anybody? Climate change? Huh? What else is it that matters to anybody? Why do we want to talk about anything else under the sun? It's your life that's the fundamental unit of your challenge. Hmm? Everything arises from there. Even the global problems come from our own misled minds. No? So one has to talk of one's mind. That's all that is there to talk of. Think now of all the days you spent here. And think of what you spent them doing. And then, you'll be surprised big time. How could I miss it so completely? So near yet so far.
0: Huh?
1: You know, the Upanishads put it this way. It's a beautiful quote. Tad tad avantike. Hmm? near and far that's near that's very far very very near yet very very far (laughs) I have people who are with me since years and they are very very far one day when they will be even physically far that's when probably they will wonder much like you how did we miss it so completely? How did we waste all our years?
0: Yeah, but it, it was actually funny talking off the distance now because uh, when I got sick at the later part of the trip, I got most out of the session I was watching from afar. I don't know why, but in
1: the session hall, it was really hard for me to... Exactly, that's what. That's what. Nearness is such a deception. Nearness is such a deception. Mm? It makes you miss even that which you were receiving when afar. There in Europe, you are probably receiving more than what you did sitting right in front of me.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: Because you thought that you were near. Hmm? That's what the the senses uh, make us feel. I'm already near. If I'm already near, why do I need to be attentive? If I'm already near, then I'm eligible To expect a miracle. And the miracle is not happening. So I am frustrated. But you are not near at all except in the physical sense. Right at this moment there is greater intimacy than there was over the period of that month. Hmm? Because you see it is not the body that matters. It is mental closeness. And availability that matters that's why i asked you about what constitutes india for you the airport the city the roads the apartment what do you mean by india did you come to have a taste of the soil Hmm? did you want to have an experience of the newly built airport that's why you landed here that's what we forget just as we don't remember why we took birth in the first place we also forget why we have come to a place at all Hmm? you look at the people around do you think they realize why they stand born no we don't know we don't know the purpose of life just as we don't know the purpose of life we also do not know or we rather forget the purpose of our visit or journey and we just get lost And then we wonder why such disappointment? Why am I returning empty-handed? Just as we die empty-handed, we also take off empty-handed.
0: But do you think it's then all right if I just continue the current thing and try to just see what comes out of it? Or is that wrong? (laughs)
1: You will have to proceed on the pilgrimage. Um. Once again. Um. Mm? Um. So, at the time when you feel ripe. Rather at the time when you feel desperate. And this time with far greater care. So that you don't miss it again. Mm? With more care and uh, fewer expectations Mm. and with your defenses down Mm. it's it's important to be to be disappointed initially at least Mm. you'll probably not get the context but there is a there is a pop song that comes to my mind, so it's in Hindi. So it's it's a usual song written in in context of the two genders and the common type of love, but the lines become meaningful even in other dimensions. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you will not realize that the muhabbat was fake. And that will now enable you to enter true muhabbat. Muhabbat means love. So love was necessary. So was estrangement. Parting of ways. If you do not get deceived in love, how will you realize that your love was fake till now? So, meeting disappointment is very, very important, yeah. and that is not the end. that is now the beginning of real love. Enter it so that you can be duped by it so that you end up disappointed and frustrated, and that ending is then a new beginning mm. hmm?
0: yeah, and it's 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 such a relief actually to realize realize that you've been just deceived it's
1: and very and that's the reason really, and that's the reason i i didn't uh, interrupt the process i was seeing i was seeing the the process of uh, failure happen very clearly but zaruri tha hmm It's a, it's a beautiful song, I mean, no. Sanjay will definitely remember the other lines. What else was Zaroori? Ha, that is fine. Uske aage kya line. It's a good line. Hmm. There is this beautiful line, it says, manzilein, bhi Musafir the, Musafir hai. It is only when you come to your dream destination that you realize that there is still a lot of distance to cover. I have come to the destination. And I realize I am still a passenger, a traveler. Hmm? Otherwise you will think that you have arrived when you have not. Therefore it is important to chase something like Ithaka. So that you may reach there even if only to be disappointed. Hmm? And that disappointment will be a curtain raiser. Something new will open up. It's when you are lost that you realize that it was very important to be lost. Otherwise, you would have kept telling yourself, entertaining yourself in the notion that you are home. It's important. That life, by way of shock and defeat, reveals to you that you are still very far from home. And that, mind you, is not inauspicious. That's wonderful, because now at least you'll be more careful.
0: Yeah, it's a relief really it's a relief because there is no shame in knowing what you really are yes. it's only in the this strange deception where there's this tension
1: you know I mean, really yeah. you know one there was this Kargil conflict and one uh, indian soldier was awarded one of the gallantry awards for something quite peculiar. Hmm? Listen to it. They did not know the location of the enemy guns, the the large guns I'm talking of, the 165 mm guns, that uh, shell artillery over long distances. So those guns are there. And how do we locate where those guns are? We locate them when they fire and their projectiles land. Then by tracing the trajectory of the projectile, you come to know where the enemy's guns are positioned. Right? But the enemy wants to hide the location of their guns. So what does the enemy do? The enemy tries to not to fire for as long as possible. Because if they fire, then you will come to know where their guns are. It is from that direction that the shells are coming and that's the trajectory they are taking. This is the velocity, this is the height, that is the angle. So you can very quickly calculate where the guns are situated. So they were not firing. So one Indian soldier... With his team. They decided to expose themselves to the guns. They said we will make the enemy fire. We will make the enemy fire. And by that we will know where they are hiding their guns. And once we know where they are hiding their guns. We can target their guns. Hmm? We can either bomb their guns. Or we can can target their guns using air power. Our, Our planes can go there and destroy their guns. So they, dem- they, they deliberately made themselves available to the enemy. They said we are here, now fire. The enemy had no option but to fire at them because they were constantly inching closer to their positions. So the enemy fired. The enemy fired. The soldiers were killed. But uh, their colleagues came to know of the enemy gun's position. And for this, they were given Guarantee Awards. So, it's sometimes very important that you allow the enemy to fire at you and you suffer damages. If that happens, obviously you suffer. But at least now you know where your enemy is. Otherwise, the enemy remains hidden. That's why it's important to sometimes suffer at the hands of Maya. When you suffer, then you know where she is hiding. When you suffer, then you know where she is hiding. Otherwise, her guns remain hidden. Hmm? That's the reason I sometimes ask our friends here, in both and around, to enter into Maya's very den, very lair. When you enter her den, then you will know how dangerous she is. So I push them into Maya's den. You go there. You go, you go, you make out, you make merry, you go, you drink, you do all those things, go. If you do not do do all those things, then you will never discover her firepower. You have to come close to her to see how dangerous and how ugly she is. From a distance she will appear very beautiful and very alluring. Hmm? You have to allow her to fire at you. I repeat, you will suffer damages, but you will come to know where she is hiding. Hmm? So, it's alright. You have suffered a certain damage, but now you know where she hides within you. Next time, be more careful.
0: Thank you.
2: Uh During Bhagavad Gita session, you have told that uh, Go beyond beyond the material or beyond uh, uh, your body. And uh, in recent Bhagavad Gita session also, you have told uh, uh, know uh, who uh, know f- from your mistakes uh, what you are doing. And uh, today also you have said uh, know uh, who you are. So whether going beyond from the material or beyond from the body is. Same to that of like knowing. uh, Same thing, same same
1: thing. Knowing is beyondness. To know is to be beyond. Wonderful. That which you know is that which you are now free of. Know it and be liberated. Hmm? Vedanta is extremely clear, clear about it. Knowledge is liberation.
2: Okay. One more thing, uh, in recent Bhagavad Gita session, you have told uh, about Nirmam, uh, Nirmam. Nirmam, yes. Uh, and uh, so, uh, you have told like uh, my, uh, like, uh, regarding, uh, um, I don't know exactly Hindi words, but uh, uh, you have said...
1: Nirankar, like, Nirmam, uh, Nispraha, yeah. Gatavasana.
2: Yeah. But uh, regarding Nirmam, uh, you have said like uh, uh, Mera. Uh, I, I think that Mera, mine।, mine, mine. Uh, I uh, always think. And uh, after that session, I have observed myself like uh, who I am. Like whenever speak, I speak to someone, I observe myself. I always use I, I. And this observation, who is observing, that who i am uh, who is saying this i uh, is that uh, the observer is also again saying uh, don't know who, who is observing it
1: then go beyond the observer if you you observe something and then you observe the observer as well
2: That's what observing, but uh, don't know again who is that. Ah, Then go
1: beyond that as well. Beyondness is that's the reason so much fun. If you can detect even the observer, then the observer has become the observed. Hmm? So become the observer of the observer. Everything that can be observed must be observed. The observer just by the dint of his name hmm, does not uh, become uh, exempted from the purview of observation. There is no VIP list here. Everybody will be frisked, everybody will be inquired into, everybody will be observed. Okay.
2: <laughs> Thank you.